And remember, on November 22, 1987, on two Chicago-area television shows, an unknown person wearing a Max Hedrum mask intruded live on the air. Known as the Max Hedrum Broadcast Signal Intrusion, the person in the mask shouted profanities, complained about liberals, mocked failed commercial marketing, and then exposed his ass to make fun of BDSM while offending other sensibilities. Or, to put it another way, the events on November 22nd were modern media's first unwelcome shitposting. Look it up. I grew up on the internet, and while I found and studied art and literature from many sources, it's still fair to say my tastes run extremely online. I'm a writer, a mom of internet kids, an English teacher, and a novice internet spelunker. Together with my wife, a novelist, digital and analog game designer, theoretically a physicist, and Twitter provocateur, we are going to read, analyze, and bring to you our favorite internet folklore. We're focusing right now on the SCP Foundation collection of tales and visual art, best, and only truly viewed on the internet. You can find out more at scp-wiki.net. I'm Mina, and this is my wife, Liv. Hey. And when we started recording this episode, we picked up EVP signals. That's Um, not actually true. She can't say that. I can say that. No. I'm not held to rigorous scientific standards, so I can say whatever I want. There, we, we recorded 16 seconds of audio, and the first second of it was static. She didn't listen to the rest of it. Because then we would have heard spoopy voices, and then we would have stopped recording. You can't say it's EVP if it's just one second of static. Well, we'll put it on the end, and people can decide for themselves if it's EVP or not. How about that? Fine. <laughs> so you'll be the judge after we're finished all of the reading and everything. You can hear the scary noise that we accidentally recorded. And if you say it's not EVP, you judged right. And if you say that it's aliens, it's totally aliens. Or ghosts. Okay. All right. Good enough. All right. So we wanted to do something a little bit fun tonight. Um, my initial plan was to read uh, one of the 4K skips that's absolutely brilliant, but it's also like heart-wrenchingly beautiful. So we decided to skip that, because not tonight. So I want to give you something a little bit out there. That's fine. Okay. You've been using the term skip, and I didn't know what the hell you were talking about <laughs> Sorry. until you until I googled it. Fair enough. I do keep saying skip. So skip is the shorthand for an SCP. Uh, yeah, I get that now. Right. Well, I'm explaining to the audience who happens to not know that already for some reason. Yeah. Fair enough. You and your jargon. Me and my jargon. My terrible, terrible jargon. All right, that's it. Okay, so here we go. Your choices for tonight. Okay. They're a little weird. Okay. I've said that. SCP-3802. That sounds weird. (laughs) Wait. Discrete banana radiation kill you pill. Okay. Okay. And then the next one, SCP-3521. The name is Pill of Multitude of Rabbit. Rabbit spelled, no, R-A-B-I-T. Okay, let's go for that one, because that's the one with the yellow picture that I just saw. (laughs) Right? It's pills. Yeah, I know what that is. Yeah. The other one does not have a picture. Yeah, those those are called medication. Those are called medication. This is going to involve medication. Are you ready? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, Level two, three, five, two, one, classified. Very cool. It's got a nice header. This is very well presented. Object class, safe. 
Special Containment Procedures. The entire supply of SCP-3521 is located beneath the Site-92X Biohazard Waste Site and is currently inaccessible. Foundation Waste Management teams are currently working to remove the biohazard waste and recover SCP-3521, as well as any other items that can be removed from Site-92X location. Sure. Okay. Description. <laughs> Right. I'm assuming at this point that it's E.T. Atari games. It is not E.T. It might as well be, but it is not quite. Okay. Bad for leech water. That is that is that real? Yeah. They 100% really percent real. Yeah. You you can Google the E.T. Yeah, if if you haven't heard about it, the E.T. Atari, um, so the E.T. game for the Atari was supposed to be a really big hit, um, and so they put a, millions of dollars into making millions of copies of it, and it didn't sell because it was awful, and so and also the video game boom was going down. So basically, they they ended up just burying them out in the desert, and, and that's totally real. Yeah, it's one hundred percent real. Because I heard that was totally a fake thing. No, it's real. It's real. Um, you can actually buy them, the ones, <laughs> some of the ones that have been dug up. <laughs> I yeah. can't imagine. I, yeah, it's it's a real thing. All right, okay, so anyway, that's a whole different skip now. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, description, SCP-3521 is the group designation for a supply of 16 pharmaceutical gel tablets created by an individual called Dado in collected messages. Okay. And that's lowercase, D-A-D-O. Okay. Okay. Currently believed to be an amateur parapharmacologist. Pharmacologist? Parapharmacologist. Parapharmacologist? Yes. Okay. In affiliation with an unknown assassin. SCP-3521 instances are light yellow in color and roughly 1.2 centimeters in length. SCP-3521 dissolve quickly in water and are made up of an unknown and likely anomalous series of components. Yeah, except for the gel coating. Except for the gel coating. That. The primary anomalous nature of SCP-3521 is only revealed once SCP-3521 has been ingested by a subject. Okay. Shortly after consumption, an extremely large number of unpeeled bananas, footer, footnote, the exact measure is unknown and likely impossible to ascertain, though it is likely to, to exceed 50 million bananas. That is a lot of bananas. That is a lot of bananas. An extremely large number of unpeeled bananas will begin to manifest in the subject's stomach in, at an indeterminate rate. Footnote. The rate is uncertain, though in a single instance of testing, the full effects of SCP-3521 was realized in roughly six and a half minutes. I think that's a very odd way to describe that, then. <laughs> it's a little bit odd. Uh, based on information recovered during the discovery of SCP-3521, it is believed that this volume of bananas is intended to cause an acute lethal dose of ionized radiation. While bananas do contain trace amounts of radioactive potassium, the quantity manifest induces the much more obvious cause of death by exsanguination, suffocation, or in most confirmed death uh, cases of SCP-3521, gross crush trauma from 9.15 million kilograms of bananas manifesting within the subject's stomach. Yeah, but that's a lot of bananadine. <laughs> that is a lot of bananadine. You could get very high. Um, for the children in the audience, what's bananadine? Bananadine is a trace chemical that you can find in bananas. Mm. And I think 
I think some kinds of vanilla and stuff too. But would make sense. Yeah, but bananas have it in it, and it, that's why it's called banana dean. Yeah. And basically, there are trace amounts of it in a banana, and you can you can refine it out pretty easily um, and make a hallucinogen out mm. of it. Um, it was very popular in the '60s and the early '70s ah. um, before we had acid, which is much easier to make and Obviously. much much cheaper and more efficient, and doesn't cause you to be crushed to death by millions of bananas yeah i don't think that you need to be crushed to death for that but <laughs> but there are that, that that is a lot of bananas that is a lot of bananas okay all right so the the, the premise so far is that you take this pill and you then you get killed by bananas you get killed by bananas but the quantity of bananas is apparently enough to produce enough radiation that it could kill you if the bananas themselves didn't kill you. Yeah, but that's kind of ridiculous anyway, because <laughs> yes. like you wouldn't get to that point. Yes. Like, you, the, the radiation would take a very long time to kill you. Yes, I agree. We'll get to that. Okay. We will get to that. Have faith, my friend. Okay. 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 Addendum 3221.1, Discovery and Testing. The collective supply of SCP-3521 was discovered after a shootout between the Atlanta Police Department and an unknown group of individuals believed to be connected to a heroin manufacturing ring. During investigation of the storehouse, the individuals had been, gu been guarding. A bag containing every known instance of SCP-3521 was discovered, along with a recently registered cell phone, commonly referred to as, bur as a burner phone. Yeah. The contents of messages contained in the cell phone are available in Addendum 3521.2. Okay. A full investigation of the storehouse yielded several additional anomalous items which were recovered by Foundation personnel along with the instance of SCP-3521. Just as a note as a writer, I love that because what this writer is basically doing there is setting up space for other writers to come in and add their own. Oh, okay, I see. Right? Yeah. It's very cute. generous, very generous. And also for them to write more. Yeah. yeah. Okay. During processing at Site 92, D28491 was chosen for testing the effects of SCP 3521. D was given a dose of SCP 3521 and placed under observation. Yeah. Do you remember what the D classes are? Did we talk about that? <sighs> I can't remember. So, okay, it's kind of a hotly debated topic. In the original first series, when people were a little bit more gonzo about this stuff, D-classes yeah. were basically like um, death row inmates. Oh, sure. And especially terrible people who were basically offered, come be test subjects for us and maybe you'll get your freedom. Okay, sure. But being a test subject is deadly. Yeah. The math absolutely does not work out. There are not that many people on death row for that to be a reasonable thing. Yeah. And so some writers have kind of scaled that back, but, you know, whatever. It's more believable than Suicide Squad. It's certainly more... Everything is more believable than Suicide Squad. Except that they got an Oscar. That's yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> whole different argument. Da, da, da. So, so deep personnel takes the pill, right? Mm -hmm. uh, based on recorded video footage, after roughly 30 minutes, Dee briefly complained about an intense stomach pain before expanding rapidly and disappearing under a quickly growing mass of bananas. The test chamber was consumed in seconds, and a significant portion of the site's lower levels were destroyed in minutes. Rescue efforts began almost immediately, as a significant number of staff members were trapped below the surface of an area now inaccessible due to the expanse of bananas. Further hindering rescue efforts was the fact that the mass of bananas, which quickly collapsed under the pressure from the earth around them, uh, turned into a thick slurry was extremely radioactive. 
-hmm. Due to this, the first external notice that Site-92 had experienced a critical event was when Site-17 received a radiation warning notification, usually the results of a reactor failing. Yeah. Site-92 was evacuated, though 23 members of Site research staff and 61 other personnel were killed in the aftermath of the event due to the volume of radioactive biological waste beneath Site-92, uh, every accessible anomalous object was moved to nearby sites, and the site was decommissioned. Uh, recovery ex- efforts are ongoing. There's a third thing. Fortunately, no anomalous entities had to be moved, as, nights, as Site-92 was strictly an anomin- anomalous object repository. Yeah. Easy for me to say. Addendum 3521.2. Recovered cell phone data. Now, yeah. there, there are a lot of readers who particularly like this grouping of skip of stories, and a lot of them have really excellent voices for one of these characters. Sure. I do not, and I apologize ahead of time. Sherm, I'm sorry, I'm just not as good at you as you. Note, the following is a relevant excerpt from a text message conversation recovered from the cell phone found near the supply of SCP-3521 during its discovery. Yeah. Okay. New job is in. I need something from you. What you looking for? When I worked with Bismarck, he usually got me plutonium. No plutonium. What? Plutonium, too easy to trace. Need to be discreet. No plutonium. What do you have in mind? Potassium. How is potassium more discreet than plutonium? Easy to hide. We'll use banana. Bananas are radioactive? Yes. How many bananas will you need? You let me worry about that when you need. Uh, April 15th. I know you're supposed to be some kind of savant, but I don't know about this. Are you sure a radioactive banana are more discreet than the plutonium? Because I feel like they aren't. You tell me. You see plutonium on, <laughs> you see plutonium on ground. You see banana. Which you more worried about? I get that, but again, it's going to be a lot of bananas, right? Or just one really radioactive one. You need to learn to trust Datto. Banana just as effective as plutonium. Plus, can't trace banana. Who does finger get pointed at? Grocery store? Okay, okay. I wasn't sure. Can't afford to fuck up again. And I don't usually work with new guys. Good. You trust Dado. And everything be okay. No worry. Banana be even better than plutonium. Mm. And that's the skip. Oh, cool. So that's a kind of sad story. (laughs) It actually is. (laughs) Yeah. Bananas are going to be extinct really soon. What? Yeah, bananas are going extinct. Are you kidding me? You're going to drop that on me now? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. The, um, this is like chocolate, right? Kinda, yeah. Mm. Yeah, bananas are likely to go extinct, partly because of weird colonialism stuff and partly because of um, global warming, mm. climate change, that sort of thing. Um, it's destroying a lot of the land that they grow on. Supplies are depleting, and we're using them faster than we can replenish them. And so, you know, human demand is really high, and the ability to grow them is relatively low and i mean it's a complicated political issue too that's i mean that's where the whole idea of banana republics came from oh right 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 and we never really recovered from that that's your homework kids go look up banana republic and yeah report back to us yeah also it's sort of interesting that the the um, bananas are radioactive bananas are radioactive by and large right um, but that's because they all come from the same areas, which have trace radiation. It's not like bananas are inherently radioactive. No, it's not that potassium is radioactive or something? Uh, yeah, the potas- well, potassium isn't inherently radioactive, but um. it does it does sort of suck it up. That's uh, Potassium um, is, 
potassium iodide. Here we go. Are you ready? <laughs> potassium will, will absorb radiation. Okay. Um, that's one of the reasons why you take iodine uh, whenever you um, are going to be exposed to radiation. Because it absorbs it and then you pee it out or whatever. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That way it doesn't, like, you know, get into your pituitary gland and stuff like that. It's, it's... Nobody wants radiation in their pituitary gland. No, no, no. That's, that's how you get, you know, deadly mutation. Okay, so the bombs drop. God forbid. Yeah. And um, the world supply of bananas is not quite yet used up. Do we eat banana chips if we don't have iodine? Yeah, it's not like they have a ton of potassium. No, no, no. I mean, like to extract the. Oh, you know, I don't, I don't know. What else has um, potassium like? I think that uh, yogurt. yogurt? <laughs> potassium is in a lot of foods. All right, protect, protect your goats because we're going to need the yogurt. So this is one of those weird <laughs> ones too because um, I'm not good at science. We <laughs> we t we talk about bananas because they have potassium in them. Right. They do have they ha do have a nice chunk of potassium in them, but so do a lot of foods. Right. And it's just like the th with um. With spinach and iron, it's spinach marketing. doesn't have an inordinate amount of iron in it. Right, it's just marketing. Yeah, it's just a thing that we've been told and we, you know, sort of grew to develop. Bananas aren't going to protect you from radiation. If anything, they might be a little dangerous because, um, you know, they your, your body will process that potassium. Your body doesn't um, process iodine okay. in the same way. Okay. Um, it can it can process trace amounts, but not a whole bunch. Okay, so kill the goats, don't eat the yogurt, and don't eat the bananas, which will be extinct before the bombs drop anyway. Yeah, well, you want to eat the yogurt, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you're being exposed to trace radiation, you're going to need to really be concerned about, like, your gut fauna and stuff. <laughs> we are having the wrong conversation right now. <laughs> it's, it's a big deal. So, you know, probiotic yogurt is one of the things that I would strongly encourage hmm. you to eat. Um, although you should be careful about the milk sources and stuff like that. Like, it, cause you got to make yogurt out of something. Right. And, and your usually cows may or may not be. Yeah, usually you're going to make it out of milk. Right. And if, if your cows are eating and, um, you know, radioactive grass and. Or radioactive bananas that are now growing out of the ground because it's a terrible hellscape. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you got to pay attention to their food sources, um, because everything's a cycle. And so you have a whole plan in mind if the bomb drop don't you i as a theoretical physics major oh okay so <laughs> call us if something goes wrong with your nuclear plans and we'll help you out yeah yeah <laughs> um i can tell you what you're doing wrong and why you're gonna die all right this is a very weird tangent um and i think that this tangent is because the piece itself is great yeah it's really cute it's, I, it's, I fun, it's fun it's great i've been reading a lot of advice to editors that are, are or critter critiquers yeah um on the the scp website uh -huh. and just trying to see like what sources people have for how to give good criticism and a lot of stuff there is very very good uh-huh and uh so one of the more popular ones by communism will win yeah talks about very kind of different classifications of this is a this is an scp that you came across and here's how you help it sure you know um if it's a total train wreck or you know if it's okay but kind of bland or whatever yeah and it's it's really good advice especially if you look past the first um bullet point and you move into the second and third pieces of advice <laughs> that it's really useful he talks about very very good skips like ones that you read and you're like oh damn that's dynamite mm -hmm. um and he says basically at that point you can get nitpicky mm. like there's no real good reason to be nitpicky about a train wreck right yeah so this is a fantastic piece i think it's a lot of fun it's interesting it's really cool because it's based on like 
I don't know. It's 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 like a, the perfect joke because it it goes like one way and it goes against your expectations so perfectly. And the other one that I offered to read to you, which I'll read to you later, is like that and then like and then some, I think. But so, but if you were going to nitpick, if I was going to nitpick, mm-hmm. I I think that it it has a weird focus. It's like this mm. is a nitpick. This is the the high level. Yeah, I, I I don't know the um, the the focus on the radiation is a little weird mm-hmm. because it doesn't really skew to how radiation works, and it's not a big concern. It's not like you can just put a whole bunch of bananas in a place and it's going to be like particularly radioactive. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't just have a whole bunch of things that are have trace radiation, right? Uh, and assume that it's all cumulative. That's right. that's not really how it works, right? So I think that kind of reading between the lines here, it's kind of like. This guy, Datto, this uh-huh. parapharmacologist, pharmacologist? Sure. Oh, pharmacologist. I can parapharmacologist. Hear that, that one. I think, you know, he's a kind of a, what they call a reality bender, uh-huh. right? So, like, he gets things and he, he misunderstands key points of science. And then he kind of builds something, quote unquote, scientific off of his misunderstanding. Yeah. And so it doesn't really matter that bananas are not really radioactive in that way, because he just heard somewhere that bananas were radioactive. And if you wanted something that was radioactive, boy, it'd be easier to hide in a banana, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of a parallel, but it reminds me of like, you know, the guy at your gaming table? Yeah. Who comes up with some really stupid plan, like, I don't know, he's gonna, he's falling off of a building and he's gonna shoot at the ground to slow his descent, for mm-hmm. example, yeah, yeah because yeah. he has a total misunderstanding of physics. Um, but it like it almost makes sense unless you think about it for more than a second. And I feel like Datto is just able to manifest in reality yeah. his weird, crooked ideas of science, which is almost in and of itself a weird kind of meta-commentary on the SCP thing in general, because really the whole thing is based on kind of a half-assed or not half-assed but like sideways look at science yeah it is it is but i just i think that there's a little bit too much focus on there is mm-hmm. the, is the just the point there are beers like in the real world that feature that have cobalt in them um mm. there was actually there was a canadian brewery in the well it was, it was a long time ago like the 19th century up until the I want to say like the 90s mm. um, that had cobalt in it, cobalt phosphorus or something, maybe phosphate. And the idea was that it would um, establish a stronger head on the beer. Uh. Yeah. And then also you and was, but the, the, was the beer blue? Yeah. Like Labatt. Yeah. So like the cobalt made it blue. Um, I mean, just a very, very faint oh, okay. sheen. No, I don't yeah. drink it then. But anyway, the, 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 the brewery closed down. But there's a couple of other beers. That... Okay, but wait, wait, wait. Beers, yeah. But what about that soda in Ohio? Oh, um... What is it called? Oh, gosh. Um, that is... This is a real thing. We're not making this up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. She's going to look it up because it's yeah, that, it's I, that it's relevant. It's been a long time. It's, um... Just a second. Google radioactive soda and like Ohio pops up on the end before you even finish. I'm just guessing. Oh man, I can't it's remember. Not Moxie. Moxie. No, is no, from no, 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 no. That's its own thing. <laughs> it's it's like Mountain Dew, but I can't remember what it's called. Mm. My sister would know. 
Um, <laughs> Sarah, help! If you're listening, yeah, there's a there's a there's a um, uh, Mountain Dewish like lemon lime soda. It's actually pretty good. It comes in little glass bottles, and you can get it all over you Ohio. Only, you only grow a little bit of pustules after. Yeah, you whatever. It. But I it was it was um, associated with like low birth rates and stuff because mm. you know trace radiation. It's it's gonna it's happen. Not great. Um. <laughs> so if you were to write this skip, you would have said beer. You would have used beer. I probably would have used that, yeah. I mean, I like I get what you're saying, and I totally agree with you, but also I just really like the idea of this guy who like really thinks he's a scientist, but really ultimately what it is is that he's able to bend reality to fit his weird view of what science should be. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice meditech commentary, I guess. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> She's still looking for the soda. I am. <laughs> We're not going to be satisfied I, until we I find it. I am. There's like one guy in Ohio who's going to hear this and is like yelling at his computer right now. It's uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I will find it. She will find it. I totally grew up around it all the time. Like, Is it one of those things where you like shine a light at it and it glows in the dark? Yeah. What's that? Not grenadine. It's a mixer you put in alcohol. Tonic water? Uh, yeah, tonic water does that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Is it radioactive? Um, no. Just reactive I, I don't think light? it's. I don't think it's radioactive. Okay. Yeah, I think it's just what's in it. I'm, you would I'm, be surprised how much radioactivity you take into your body. You live in the U.S. You like fish. Guess what? I am now angry that I can't find this. All, all I'm finding <laughs> is like mellow yellow, oh, which no. is not the same thing. Well, we'll find it out and we'll tack it on to the end so yes. that you will feel. And then after that, we will play the terrifying alien signal that I recorded briefly. Yeah, you do that. We will do that. It'll so happen. Okay. All right. So um, we don't have much advice for this piece because it's, it is solid. It is fun. Okay. How about your number one piece of advice for someone giving criticism? Not receiving it, but giving it. Oh, 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 oh. Preface everything with... Um, I, I feel like, or I think, or whatever, um, don't try to make definitive statements um, mm. because it's all based on your assessment unless you're like an expert in the field or something. Ski. It's called ski. It's called ski. And another piece of advice, do your research before you start the podcast. We didn't know we were going to talk about I that. I have no idea. Who knew? Yeah. Who knew? Ski. S-K-I. Yeah. S-K-I. Drink and some. Glow in the dark today. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so anyway, yeah, so yeah, unless you're an expert in the subject matter, like I am with rural Ohio and sodas, right. um, don't make definitive statements about things. Why do you um, know so much about radioactive food? I was a theoretical physics major. Oh, we're going to bring that one I would, yeah. I would, I was a radiation scientist, radiation essentially. Scientist. And you guys just sat around eating irradiated food and drinking irradiated beer? Yes. Of course. And making toy rockets, basically. <laughs> what a beautiful fantasy land. Yeah, and robots. And robots. Yeah, with rockets. With rockets. Mostly it's about... And radiation. And radiated robot explosions. We (laughs) we haven't actually been drinking. Thank you very much for asking. All right, so you... Drunk on science. Yes, drunk on science. There's our podcast subtitle, right? Okay, so your piece of advice overall for criticism is... Don't make definitive statements. Don't make Uh, definitive statements. Phrase things as your own opinions or observations. Okay. That seems pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I think there's a quote by, oh, who wrote the Graveyard Book? Neil Gaiman. Gaiman, yeah. Right. Who, you know, feel however you feel about him as a writer. The piece of advice he gave was something along the lines of, if someone is giving you writing feedback and they know exactly what's wrong and how to fix it, they're probably wrong. 
if mm. they have an idea of about where the problem is, but they don't really know how you can fix it, they're probably right. Which sounds bass-ackward, but not necessarily. Because when you make a statement like that, what you're really saying is, mm, I feel like there's a problem here, but I don't know how you as a writer would want to fix it. Therefore, you're not taking ownership as the writer. You, you text messaged your sister, didn't you? I'm literally text messaging my sister right now. She text messaged me, and I'm text messaging her to tell her that I, I was referring to her um, expertise. Okay, that's really spooky. How did she know that you were going to need her expertise? It's nothing to do with that. She asked, I, She's talking to me about a tattoo she wants me to draw. The alien signal came through and contacted your sister and told her that we needed her expertise, I assume. Yeah. In, in my opinion. Because we'll just cover it with that. All right. This has gotten entirely off the rails. Um, be generous. Be kind. Uh-huh. Believe in aliens. No, don't do that. Maybe. I mean, if you want, I don't care. Yeah, who cares? All right. And um, eat your bananas, folks. Yeah, eat bananas. Well, you still can. Yeah. Yeah, because we're not going to have them any longer. Oh, my God. Are our grandkids not going to have bananas? Definitely our grandkids. Maybe our kids. Oh, my God. That yeah. is so scary. Yeah, it might be in the next generation. Look it up. And if you are a banana scientist and you happen to know of the secret way that they're going to save bananas, please tell us, please, because I, I cannot deal with that right now. All right. Uh, talk to you later. Love you. Love you? <laughs> did I just... Why the fuck did you just say that? <laughs> I was panicked over bananas. I'm that sorry. That was really strange. Luckily, I can cut whatever I want. I'm not going to cut it, am I? I don't know. Right. Just turn the thing off. All right. Bye-bye. This podcast... And content read within a released Creative Commons Sharealike Attribution 3.0 license. Music is by Abysme with a Creative Commons Attribution license. SCP-3521 is by DJ Cactus and is read here under the same license. No bananas were eaten in the recording of this episode. When in doubt, say hello to any CIA agents who might be listening. It'll make their day a little brighter.